Welcome to Get Unstuck and Sexy podcast show with your host, B. Wright Jones. Sexy is the acronym for self-confidence, excitement, extra, and yes, I can. This podcast show will bring you encouragement, inspiration, and hope. Know that it's time to walk in your purpose with clarity, confidence, and power. Hey, 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 everybody. Hello, and welcome to the show, Get Unstuck and Sexy, with your host, B. Wright Jones. Again, welcome. The show is being brought to you by Keep Looking Up with B. Wright Jones, LLC, and I am your host, Belinda. For those of you who may not know me, I am a published author. I'm an inspirational and transformational speaker, blogger, certified online life coach, and a CBD and hemp distributor. And I welcome you to the show. I am so excited that you're here. Um, Listen, I want to give you some ways that you can connect with me if you'd like to. My website is brightjones.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook, Be Right Jones, on Twitter, keep looking up with two Ps, and Instagram, keep looking up, and the number seven. So I wanted to introduce my special guest for today. We're going to be talking about a subject that really um, touches my heart because I know that it's happening. I know that people are suffering, and we're going to talk today about the many faces of domestic violence. Um, My special guest has written a book on it titled The Many Faces of Domestic Violence, and she's here today to educate us and to share some of those faces of domestic violence because sometimes, you know, we think of domestic violence as just physical abuse, but there are many faces to domestic violence. So Sherry's here today to clear some things up for us and to help us to understand so that you can identify uh, those red flags if you are in a relationship where you need to get some help and to get out. So just to tell you a little bit about Sherry, she grew up in Philadelphia, witnessing much gang activity, drug use, and violence. Because of this, she was determined to not be a product of her own environment. She gave her life to Christ in 1983 and experienced the greatest transition in her life. She is an author. Um, She launched her first book um, titled The Many Faces of Domestic Violence in 2015. And also she um, has Beauty for Your Ashes, uh, which was birthed out of several women faithfully going to shelters in Camden, New Jersey and Philadelphia. And they provide Bible studies for women and encouragement and they help them. Um, And this is also Beauty for Your Ashes continues today to evolve and is presently staged as a talk show for men and women who experience domestic violence. So Sherry is here with us today to share. So Sherry, come on in the room. Come on in the room. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Yes. You look beautiful. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. 
Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really do. So listen, I want to get right into it because I know, you know, even myself, I was ignorant to um, knowing the many faces of domestic violence. When I heard domestic violence, the first thing I thought was physical abuse. Mm -hmm. I didn't tie it to other things. So I thank you for coming on today to educate us and to share the different faces of domestic violence because people need to know. Um, and this is really something that's serious. But how did you get started with this? How did you become an advocate uh, for something that is so needed? What got you started on this journey? Well, I actually was taking a course for to be certified for domestic violence. Okay. And when she was teaching, it was basically the different areas. I started saying, well, I, I was a victim of domestic violence. I didn't know. It because didn't you know. always think it's physical. Yes. You know that it's verbal and that the main ingredients of it is intimidation so that they can control you. So it was some of the things that she was saying I was bear witness to. And I was quiet. I was sitting there saying, and the book wasn't even out at the time. I was just listening and saying, wow, that's me. Wow, that was me. I went through that. And then I realized that I had, I was a victim of domestic violence. And didn't know it. And didn't know it. And during that course that I was taking with Hilda in Camden, New Jersey, I'll never forget. The Lord just inspired me right. And I'm thinking, I ain't telling people my business. <laughs> But the more I became educated and informed about it, there was a drive in me and God told me to write my book. As a matter of fact, I started writing a book while I was getting certified. Never had any intentions on writing a book. It was just that God just spoke to my heart. And I'm yes. telling you, I'm also a licensed therapist and I get women all the time who are in domestic violence situations and they don't even know it because the face is not physical. Isn't that something? Wow, that is deep. I would love to get into that further. So as the listeners, they can recognize some of those faces. I did want to read something from your book here. Sure. On chapter one, on understanding domestic violence. And it says here, domestic violence and abuse can happen to anyone and is often overlooked, dismissed, excused or denied. It is often associated with visible bruises, black eyes, or a physical appearance of some type of mark, cut, or scar. However, it is much more than that. Domestic violence destroys families, mm -hmm. diminishes an individual's self-worth, wounds one's spirit, isolates, dominates, causes economic deprivation, elevated levels of stress, which can exacerbate any chronic health issues that may already exist. Depression, and sadly, is one of the leading causes of death. Despite these few facts, even when the relationship has ended, the psychological and emotional consequences of violence can be as serious as the physical effects. Wow, that's deep. Mm -hmm. It's deep. Yeah. So for those that may be listening and wondering, what are some of the faces of domestic violence? Now, I wanted to share this. A friend of mine's years ago had shared with me that her husband only allowed her to like eat certain foods. I'm like, what? What do you, Control. What do you mean? <laughs> That's domestic violence. Well, you know what? What was the context? I would like to hear more of the context of, because I'm, I'm wondering 
was it he only not eat certain foods? Did she have anything she was bad on, like physically? Um, health no, wise? it was because he didn't want her to get fat. Okay, so he was trying to control her weight because he had an image thing going on. Yeah, that's yeah. control. Control. Yeah. Anytime you see someone that is controlling you on any level where you don't have your own mind, your own thought processes, and everything yeah. is centered around what they want from you, want. that is considered domestic violence. Um, yeah. Did you want me to talk more about that? Or you want me to continue? Yes, please. Please. Domestic violence is rooted in intimidation. The main thing that that, that perpetrator does is intimidate you in yeah. a way that will bring fear to you and play on insecurities in you so that you can start submitting to the control. It could be with weight, your hair, hanging around your family, going out to do different things. I don't like your nails that color. I prefer you to wear this color. Anything that enhances you, it is diminished by them so that you know they can control you. You no longer have your own mind. You no longer have your own thought processes because everything is controlled by what they're telling you to do. And you're afraid to do anything outside of what they tell you to do because they are, it's marked by intimidation. Wow. That's something. So, all right. Say if a young lady that's listening now, she's in a relationship. Um, what are some of the red flags? Because, you know, some, some of those that are uh, predators, can be so suave and so smooth. What are some of the signs that you can pick up really if they're like very uh, subtle with it? Uh, do you have any examples of how they can pick that up if they're very subtle with it? And I think, yes, yeah, I can. Uh, a lot okay. of times when you meet somebody, um, it's like the could too true, too good to be true. Everything is just so perfect. Um, yeah. he's whining and dining me. He's taking me out. He's doing everything. And I'm not saying this because a man whines to dine you and take you out and doing all those wonderful things that they're predators, not at all. Yeah. But there's okay. a certain subtlety that comes with it. And sometimes, especially young women and older women too, if you have not been treated in a certain way, or you could have been treated in a certain way, you are, uh, you're more, um, susceptible to like, uh, being drawn to how wonderfully they're treating you. But yeah. on the back end of how they're spending money, treating you real good, there's an yeah. underlining control. Well, why are you going out with them tonight? Why are you hanging out with your girlfriends? Well, I don't, you know, it's, it's a subtle pulling you away. It's a subtle isolating you. That's a red flag. When you become wow. suddenly isolated, when you start seeing they're telling you, you know what? I don't think pink looks good on you. We're red. When they start trying to change who you are, it's subtle. Then you start looking at these are absolutely red flags. Excuse yes, me. that's okay. Absolutely red flags that are. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to hang this phone up. I'm on. Oh that's okay. Gosh. I'm trying to turn. I'm really sorry. It's that's okay. What you call red flags, and these red yeah. flags will um definitely. These red flags will definitely show you that they have other motives when you start seeing things like that. Okay, got you. Now, some of the um, red flags, okay, I know you said, you know, they want to have control. Um, they want to isolate. Um, are there any other things that they may be looking, um, I guess, to fear? They may sometimes want to bring 
fear, the intimidation, um, anything else you could think of? Um, I think isolation is the bigger piece that you know. That's the bigger piece. Okay. That's the bigger piece that you will notice the, um, the, the trying to change your, who you are. Once you okay. see that it's taking you out all the time, wine and dining you, but stripping yeah. you at the same time gotcha. of your own self identity and creating wow. the identity that they want for themselves, yeah. for you, if that makes sense for themselves, yeah. for you. So it's the imposition of who you are being imposed by what they want from you and who they want you to become to enslave you. Wow, that's something. Ooh, and I tell you, it's so many women. And it's not, you know, that's what I want to touch on. A lot of times when people hear domestic violence too, they think that it's happening just to women. Let's touch on that. There are men that are being abused as well. Exactly. And have you have you heard some stories? Do you have you yes. talked with someone? Well, we okay. actually had one on the Beauty for Ashes show. That was the first male that we actually had on the show. So yeah, um, he watched his parents. When I talked about it in the book, how it perpetuates throughout, you know, families. Once families identify and watch that as children, you got to be yeah. careful because when you come from a home of domestic violence, you're sometimes going to repeat the same behavior. So we had a young man was on and he was talking about how his mother was a victim of domestic violence. And then he became an abuser himself. It wasn't physical abuse that he was demonstrating, but he had a way of controlling and manipulating and things of that nature. Because other red flags, I want, I'm sorry, I got a little distracted when that phone was ringing. Um, That's okay. Another distraction um, is stalking. Red That's flag. a good one. Stalking. When you're stalked, that is intimidation. You let somebody know that you it's over, you break up with them, and they continue to call you, stalk you. You, you see them in the same store you was in. You didn't tell them yeah. you was going to that store. You see their car behind you. That is called stalking. And once a person stalks you, that is considered a form of domestic violence. And people don't know that stalking, I was shocked that stalking is a form of domestic violence. Verbal wow. abuse is also a red flag. Putting you down. It doesn't have to be curse words. People know how to curse you out without using curse words. That's so true. They know, how, they know how to say things to you that can be demeaning and break you slow, yeah. subtly, but, sh you know, like in a subtle way, like, you know what, your hair, I don't like your hair like that. You know, you look better with your hair up in a ponytail. Again, always demeaning. Trying to break you something. down. Exactly. Yeah. So verbal abuse is another one. And another red flag is economic abuse. I have a chapter that's in a book that talks about the red picket fence. Okay. People stay sometimes because they have no other education, skills. He's been the breadwinner. You have the kids. You stay home. So then you're trapped. And then they entrap you by, by all the words that you'll never be anything. Who would ever want you with all of these kids? And then you don't have the freedom to try to figure out how do I get skills because all I've been is a mother. All this time, I'm a mother. Yeah. And I take care of children. I, I never finished my GED. I never graduated from college or high school. I, I, I never had a job. He took care of me and the kids. So it begins to be an economic abuse because they have to take care of you and you have to depend on them. So you're afraid of actually exploring anything outside of them because you haven't found out who you are yet. Wow. So they're able to control the situation exactly. because they're the breadwinner 
and you have to depend totally on them. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. That's something. Ooh, so we have, so some of the faces, we have verbal abuse. We have the physical. We have the economic. What was the other one? I'm sorry. Did I miss one? Stalking. The stalking. Yes. Now, does stalking and harassment go together? Yes. Okay. The stalking. They, when, you, when you stalk, you're being harassed. Yeah. Because it's okay. unwelcome. Anything that's unwelcome is a form of domestic violence. Wow. Because you're not, well, you know, so you, you, you could be experiencing domestic violence in your marriage and he ain't never hit you, but he raping you. Because wow. you don't want it. Wow. That's deep. That is so true. Wow. You have really shed some light um, today. And this was so needed. So needed. Listen, tell uh, the listeners how they can get a copy of your book. This is good. You guys... If you want to get some more information, you got to get this book. Sherry, let them know how they can get a copy. Okay. You could get my book from Barnes and Noble or Amazon. And the book is The Many Faces of Domestic Violence, A Woman Guide from Trauma to Triumph. If you look for that, you'll find it on Amazon. You'll find it on Barnes and Nobles. And I'll also give you the website, Sherry D., it's S-H-E-R-I, the letter D, beauty, the number four, U-R, ashes, A-S-H-E-S, dot com. And you can go on, like I said, Sherry D, beautyforyourashes.com, and you can get my book also from there. If you get it from off my website, I'll have an opportunity to sign it for you and send it to you. Oh, that's wonderful. So you hear that, guys. If you go to her directly to her website, she'll be able to sign a copy for you. So that's wonderful. So listen, I wanted to talk a little bit about Beauty for Your Ashes. Share a little bit about what's going on, what you're doing. Um, I don't know if, if you're you're looking uh, for donors. I'm not sure. But talk a little bit about Beauty for Your Ashes. Okay, so Beauty for Your Ashes was developed out of me having the book one and uh, minister to the women in Camden, New Jersey. We used to go to me and a few other young ladies who go to the shelters uh, so often a month in Philadelphia and in Camden, New Jersey. And we would do Bible study. We would uh, feed the homeless. It was just like a holistic thing, whatever they needed. And we had the resources. We would make sure that we provided those resources. So out of it came the talk show. And uh, I think it was around October. So October is Domestic Violence Women's Month. So then that's when Beauty for Your Ashes was launched. And I began the show Beauty for Your Ashes talk show. And we had men and women that came on and gave their experience about what what they had experienced from domestic violence. So Beauty for Your Ashes, um, I haven't been doing anything with it for the last few months. I'm getting ready to launch again in the month of October will be the new launch of it for um, the Women's Domestic Violence uh, Month because the Lord had told me to postpone it. So I'm going to be starting the talk show up again in October for Domestic Violence Women's Month. But it's not only domestic violence that we talk about and it's not only women that come on, we also have men that come on. So if you're a male and you are listening, Men experience abuse more than you ever know. They had uh, something on the news not too long ago where a cop, I think, was murdered by his girlfriend. 
Yes, oh. it was it was a while ago. So there are uh, stats and statistics of men, but it's not as prevalent as being uh, made known as women. But there are a lot of young boys, women, I mean, men that do experience domestic violence. So we do men and we do women. And then we just talk about a host of um, all types of other uh, life, real life issues that happen that can help okay. people like with dysfunctional relationships, how to spot when you're in these bad relationships, how to come out of it. And most of all, with beauty for your ashes is yeah. for self-love, learning yeah. how to love yourself, even if you've been to a storm. I listened to a beautiful woman, a guy um, the other day, she was talking about how she was really sad because she didn't have a husband. And she said she was so upset about herself because she tolerated being in so many bad relationships. Being, you know, just because you're a woman of God, you say you're anointed and you have this, that doesn't mean you don't make mistakes and your choices may not be right. on point. So, right. but the thing is, is although you make these, let your, your your ashes be turned into beauty. We all come short. We all mess up. We all have made bad decisions. Beauty yes. your ashes is an opportunity to see your life turned all the way around. Amen. Amen. A 360 turn, everything just turned around in your life. You know what ashes look like. Just yeah. think about the soot and what ashes look like. And just think yeah. about anything. When you look at ashes, you don't see anything beautiful coming from no ashes. That's right. But beauty for your ashes is symbolic to showing you that your ashes can become beautiful because they're part of you. Your experiences Amen. are a part of you. Whatever ash you have been through, ash represents your storms, your tests, yeah. your trials, your tribulations. And whatever you've been through that represents ashes for you can and will be turned around for beauty. And it will help you to love and see yourself in a way that you've never seen you before. So that's one of the core, uh, the core entities of beauty for your ashes is self-love and really getting into the inward parts of you to identify who you really are, what your purpose is, and actually manifesting that, breaking the cycles of those things that you've experienced from your childhood to your present and walking in your full purpose of what God has chosen you to become and be in this life. Amen. I love that. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Listen, I heard you say that beauty for your ashes is going to start back, you said in October? October. October. And how can people, now this is um, live on Facebook. Is this also on YouTube as well? Or is it just on Facebook? It's on Facebook and I am attached to YouTube and I'm not savvy with it. So I'm just still working on that, the links okay. and where to contact me. But if you go on my page, I believe it's okay. Sherry Derricks. Let me, um, Sherry Derricks. If you, okay. you, you'll just go on uh, my page, Sherry okay. Derricks, and then you'll see Beauty for Your Ashes. We also, I also have a page, beautyforyourashes.com, and it'll always okay. be presented live. As a matter of fact, I'll be going live before it comes, this before October comes and advertising it, so you'll have all the information as I am launching it for that month. Okay, that's wonderful. Okay, great. Thank you so much for sharing. Wow, this has been so good. So there you have it, people, the many faces of domestic violence. You know, I really pray that this has really opened your eyes to some things so that you can recognize the different faces, the many faces, you know, like for years I walked around, like I said, and I just thought the only thing that was associated with domestic violence was physical abuse. But, you know, you live, you learn. And that's why I thought it was so important to have Sherry on to share this because 
we could be in it and not even know it. So I hope that this has enlightened you, has helped you to shed some light so that you can recognize if you're in that type of relationship. And I also want to share a phone number if you feel like you need some help. Um, there is a domestic, um, national domestic violence hotline that you can reach out to. And that number is 1-800-799-7233. Again, that's 1-800-799-7233. If you feel you need to reach out, please call that number, um, get the help that you need. And again, I hope that this message has really helped you. Sherry, thank you so much thank for you. being thank on you, the show. You. I really thank appreciate you for having you. me. Yes, yes, you have been wonderful. Is there any other contact information you needed to share or did you share everything? Yes, I shared the contact information. I want to say one more thing about the book, if you didn't mind. Yes, please. There's a lot of women in church that also experience domestic violence from people who are in higher places. And a lot of times, yes, Yes, they do. So there's a section in that book called The Face of the Holy Hush. And the Holy Hush is the chapter about a young lady who was, um, she was uh, molested. Well, not actually, but she went through some sexual things from a man of God in the church. So I'm going to tell you, there's things that happen in the church. And a lot of times these women don't want to come forward because of religion and these people being in high powered places. So if you're one of those women, please read this book because it will definitely help you to navigate you out of the situation that you're in. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Thank you. So there you have it, guys. So please get a copy of her book, reach out and, you know, just know that you are not seeing this by accident. You know, there's a purpose behind it. So, you know, God loves you. You do not have to be intimidated, controlled and abused. So you are here. God loves you. And we are supposed to be free. We are his children. So please never let anybody put that type of pressure on you or abuse. Okay. So love you guys. Thank you again for joining the show. Sherry, thank you again for being my guest. Thank I really you. appreciate you. And guys, always remember to keep looking up. All right, guys, be blessed. Take care. Thank you for listening in.